4: Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up, and is just burst through there.
3: Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. Gets control, in the dock! Oh, my! Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093.
5: 1093.
6: I guess you don't have to.
5: But you need to. He hits one high and deep left field. Pain shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get
3: to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby.
5: Hello everybody and welcome to the program. It is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, and Yancey in the studio. I don't know, guys. We got anything to talk about today?
1: Oh, boy. Uh, Probably Yancey's spring break. (laughs) I don't know where he went, but, you know, Yancey, he's still in
7: college and he takes spring break. (laughs) My spring break was in Biloxi, Mississippi, at the Battle of the Beach, over 80 high schools, Chuck and Gary were down there this uh, past week from Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Florida. Big time event. is a lot of fun. Baseball? Baseball. Oh, okay.
5: yeah. All right, so let me tell you what we're going to do on the program today. John Brady's going to join us. Coach John Brady will be on. We're going to talk about things on the program. And then we'll have uh, Harry Harrison join us at the back end uh, in the second portion of the show.
1: Spring football starts tomorrow.
5: Got to get that going, and of course, good basketball discussion to come up as well with Coach yeah. Brady. So we've got that, and of course, uh, obviously we'll be talking, there is a, a new men's basketball coach since we last had a show,
2: mm-hmm. and
5: then uh, the Ole Miss women's basketball teams in the Sweet 16, we'll get into those kinds of things and do a little bit of everything on our program today, and already we're brought to you, I better get to, to the business at hand, right? And that's with First South Farm credit, over 100 years of experience supporting the rural communities and agriculture. They give you the Guidance to that financial journey. It is First South Farm Credit. All right, Yancey, I'm going to give you a little extended time here. Right, we've got your uh, five things. Outback Steakhouse and our good buddy Steve Grantham. There are nine different locations of Mississippi and Tennessee that he operates, and they bring the five thoughts.
7: Thought number one: Congrats to Coach Show for taking the women's program to the first Sweet 16 appearance since 2007. Last year, she broke through uh, by grabbing a large bid in the NCAA. This season, she took it to the next level by getting to the Sweet 16 with a path to make it to the Final Four. Get ready to open up your checkbook, Keith. The suitors will be lengthy and short order. Thought number two, the hiring Chris Beard gives Ole Miss the best trio of head coaches of the Big Three in Ole Miss history. Yes, I said history, Chucky. Kudos to Keith Carter and Glenn Boys for the jobs they have done. As we all know, Athletics is an integral part of any university. I suspect you will see record enrollment numbers as a result. Thought number three, speaking of beard, retaining Old Misses two top 100 signees in Jordan Burtz and Rashad Marshall, along with retaining Brakefield Ruffin and Codwell, is huge for the immediate success for the program. I'm still keeping my fingers crossed he will retain Abram, Morell, and Ewan. If he does, I suspect you will see Old Misses' name called next year's on Selection Sunday. Thought number four, the 0-4 record last week in baseball simply stopped. Yes, we knew this could happen on the road in the early part of the SEC schedule to a quality team like Vandy due to the number of freshman pitchers they are depending on, but I simply didn't like how the offense competed. But before some of you decide to throw in the towel, I'm seeing some development from the youngsters on the mound. Guys like Sam and Braden Jones, J.T. Quinn, Grayson Sonnier, Mason Morris, and Cole Ketchum are developing right under our eyes, whether some can see it or not. These freshmen should become sophomores by tourney time. And as we all know, everything comes down to how well you're performing at the end of the season, not the start. The last thought of the day, I suspect – All of the hoopla over the QB race after Sunday will be all for naught. I said it then, and I'll say it again. This is Jackson Dart's team. Having said that, I keep hearing really good things about freshman QB Walker Howard. If Dart has a year, I suspect he will this season, he could go pro. That will leave Walker with three years to lead the program. All right,
5: our text message line Already has a couple of women's basketball questions, a baseball, and uh, a men's basketball question to get into, but it is open, and we'll take more at 662 426 so we will uh, get into that, and in our program, again, we'll read those text messages a little bit later on, we'll have an injury report to get to, uh, we'll also have some SEC news, uh, which will include basketball teams in uh, in the NCAA tournament, uh, the SEC baseball honorees, uh, of which Ole Miss will see one of those uh, this weekend on Friday night. We'll run into all of those kinds of things, and we'll have Chuck's good, bad, and ugly. So we found out how his spring break went. Mine included... Four Memphis Grizzlies games, so I was in the in the garage in front of a microphone a lot. What was yours?
1: I took my grandson to see the Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors Saturday night. Yeah? He's a big Steph Curry fan, and by the time we left there, he was a big Grizzly fan.
8: <laughs> you
1: know, it, it it can get that way for you. He bought a Bane jersey. Did he? Yeah, yeah Des. Can't. Well, let's say that I bought a Bane jersey.
7: Gary, <laughs> you can't hide money. He's yeah. taking them to Denver for the, to the All-Star, All-Star Games, game. yeah. the Grizzlies. <laughs> Goodness gracious, what the kind of money he's made since I left him.
5: <laughs> All right, we'll come back, and we'll have uh, our first guest, Coach John Brady, going to be on the program. I'm with Big Money and Mr. Spring Break. We'll be back in a moment.
3: Cannon clearing the
2: or visit oxfordortho.org.
3: You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented
5: by Canon Motors. It is the Cannon Motors, the Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I'm Gary. Chuck is here, as is Yancey. As uh, we sit in studio and we're watching uh, the Texas and Louisville women's basketball game, the Ole Miss women's team could match up with their old friend Vic Schaefer, uh, who was at Mississippi State for a while, and Texas in the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Texas gets the win in that one, all right. Let's get into this because I'm excited about this conversation we're about to have uh, with uh, the coach John Brady, who's on the line with us. Coach, welcome to the program.
8: Well, guys, thanks for having me. Looking forward to it.
1: Well, you seem to be a, a resident expert on Chris Beard, and, and we're certainly glad to have him. I know when I talked to you last week, John, uh, I asked him the question using your phrase. You said uh, Chris Beard likes structured freedom. I thought that was a fantastic phrase, and he liked it too, by the way. <laughs>
8: Well, you know, I, was, I got to know him uh, when he was at Little Rock. I knew of him, and then when I was at Arkansas State, he and I played a couple of games against each other, and, and uh, we got to be good friends. And then when uh, he, went, he went to, uh, you know, he took a job. He had two jobs in six months. He took the Vegas job, I believe. Then he left to go to Texas Tech. So my best returning player at Sanford started for him his first year at Texas Tech. And I went down there and spent the weekend with him and really got to know him pretty well. And, and, uh, you know, I I, I like him. I'm I'm sure Ole Miss has vented everything they need to vent. Chris Carter's taking it up the flagpole and and talking to Chris and people around him. They feel comfortable with what they've done uh, in terms of, of, of researching that part of the equation. But from the basketball coaching side of it, I don't think there's a better coach in the country in all phases of it. He can recruit it, uh, he can coach it, he would manage it. Uh, they certainly are going to defend it and rebound it, uh, and and players like playing for him. When I was around him for three or four days in Lubbock, uh, players really like him. Now he's going to coach them, but he's got a fine line where he coaches them hard, but uh, he, he they certainly enjoy playing for him because he does a lot of things with them off the floor as well. So. I think it's a slam dunk hire for Ole Miss. And you guys all know this, that Kermit Davis is one of my good, good friends. And uh, he and I have known each other for years. And In fact, uh, I was a GA for his father at Mississippi State. That's how far my relationship goes back with him. But uh, Kermit's an excellent coach. Uh, Chris Beard will be a good fit for Ole Miss, and I think it's an excellent hire.
1: Well, talk about his style, John. What's what, what can we expect as fans to see out of one of his rebel teams?
8: Well, well, I think the first thing you're going to notice is how hard they play uh, and the plan they have to to uh, guard defensively. And then on the offensive end, certainly, like any any team, any any coach, any school, he's going to want to turn them over or get it off the glass quick and run it up the floor and try to get the best shot possible. But but on the other end of that. They're going to run excellent half-court offense, a motion offense, uh, where they have priority of shooters, uh, and they're going to drive the ball, try to get to the foul line. That's something he believes in. But it's also going to be what I refer to as he has structure, but he has freedom within the structure so the players can feel like they can make a play on their own when they see the opportunity arise. And I think that's, that's outstanding coaching, and I think that's what Chris Beard is.
1: Are we looking at uh, mostly a man-to-man type situation on defense, yeah. or is he multiple? Yeah, he's
8: going to play a man-to-man defense, get on the hop side, the high side on the wings, force everything to the baseline, have tremendous help from the weak side. And if the ball is skipped on the dribble drive to the goal, he's going to X out and have tremendous closeouts on, on the weak side. But he's going to put a lot of ball pressure on the other team uh they're going to be on the high side and force some baseline and support the dribble drive with tremendous help so uh it's going to be a different type of defense uh but certainly one that the fans are going to enjoy play, uh, watching play and you can't play that type of style unless you play extremely hard and you have a tremendous amount of discipline in guarding and And guarding is one thing, but being to defend well without fouling is a whole different game, and that's where coaching comes in. And you're certainly going to see that on that end of the floor.
1: John, like you said earlier in in this interview, you said – uh, he, he's good from every angle. And that's what I took away from the press conference that, that the guy just gets it. He gets it everything about, including fundraising, meeting the public, uh, being, yep. being out in the community, getting to know people in the community in Rebel Nation, besides the basketball stuff.
8: Yeah, he's going to do all that. Let, let, let me give you an example of, of of how Chris Beard gets it. And that's a that's exactly what I said. My I had renounced I had announced I was going this was my last year of coaching when I was at Arkansas State, I guess 6 6 years ago now. And uh we played them twice. We were able to beat them in Jonesboro, but we came to their place and their team was really good that year, really really good. And so he knew that was my last game to coach in the regular season in Little Rock, playing, playing, playing UALR. Well, before the game, his manager, all the teams are out there warming up. Before the game, his manager comes to the locker room, knocks on the door, and uh, it was, and he, and he says, Coach Brady, he, it was a Nike box shoe box wrapped in tape. And he said, Coach Beard wanted me to give you this since this was your last game to coach. Well, I said, I thought to myself, like, I need another pair of shoes.
7: (laughs) I opened it up,
8: I opened it up, and it was a fifth of Belvedere vodka.
0: he, He
8: had called my assistants and asked my preference of vodka, and he sent that to me. So after the game, UALR beat us. I took the fifth of vodka to the press conference, put it on the podium, and I said, let me tell you something about your head coach here. I don't know how many games he's going to win, which I think is going to be a bunch. I don't know how long you keep him here, but let me tell you, he gets it. He sent the old coach a fifth of vodka on my last game to coach. This guy's going places. (laughs) (laughs) That's a true story.
7: Coach, I'm liking this guy already. That is a great story. You know, you look at Coach Beard's history and the way he's been able to turn it around so quickly, whether it's at Little Rock or Texas Tech or Texas, he takes them straight to the tournament and wins games in the tournament. And this started really before the portal. How has he been able to do that? Do you expect him to do that at Ole Miss?
8: Well, absolutely. I mean, you look at his track record, and, you know, he hasn't been at, at, at easy places to win. I mean, he, he, where he started and where he's come to, he's never been in an easy place. So he yep. he knows how to find players and identify players. And he can recruit because players players like him. For some reason, he's got a way about him that players like. Uh, and he's going to coach him and coach him hard, coach him well. But at the end of the day, they're going to enjoy and love playing for him. Uh, and you're going to see that uh, right off the bat and, and, and very soon. But you know, with the portal now, in those type of situations, and I'm sure uh, in in the negotiation of a contract at the high major level now, one of the important criteria is what what NIL money do you have, and what can we work with? Uh, and, and certainly, I'm sure that's in the conversation because that has a lot to do uh, with the transfer portal and the type of players you get. But. I know he's going to hire good staff. He's always hired good people around him. Uh, He he allows them to coach. uh, But certainly from a recruiting standpoint, he's going to identify what he needs to the type of style he likes to play. And I think you're going to see that show up like it's been in other places that he's coached. It's going to show up pretty quickly.
1: Hey John, we got about one minute to break. Uh, we really appreciate you being on. Thank you, what guys. about Al Peekins, Uh They're being reunited. He was. They were together at Texas Tech, and when Al was here at Ole Miss with Andy Kennedy, I thought our big men were were better than they'd ever been. Uh, you know much about Al and and yeah, I,
8: I know Al because Al worked for Kermit at Middle Tennessee, and uh, he's a solid guy, an excellent coach. He's a good person. Uh, and and he's another indication that uh, Chris Beard is going to hire good people and people that he knows and he can trust, and I'll certainly fit that category.
1: Hey, man, thank you for being on, and I hope you enjoyed that bottle of Belvedere. Uh, You're probably on another bottle by now, aren't you? (laughs) Several. several. (laughs) Hey, buddy, thank you a lot. Always great talking to you. Thanks, Coach. Really appreciate it.
5: This portion of the show brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving you since 1929, 54 locations across six states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. I'm putting in a request, Yancey. We need him back for a longer amount of time. I've heard more stories
7: from AK and Kermit, (laughs) everybody. This guy's a true character.
5: Great stuff. Coach John Brady with us. When we come back, text messages from 4261093. 4261093. We've got a host of those plus some injuries to get to next. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline.
3: Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Dupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. The insurance adjuster is never going to tell you everything you need to know to get a fair settlement. They're playing a high stakes game of poker and hiding information from you, hoping you will take as little as possible for your injury claim. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson. If you want someone who will fight to maximize your settlement and save you money, call my law office 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. There's no fee unless we collect. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next.
5: All right, from the great conversation with Coach Brady, we'll do text messages in your injury report, and then we'll get Harry Harrison on to talk with us as well. 426-1093 is the number, and we'll uh, we'll chat with them. First one I'm going to go with is baseball, Yancey, and I'll come to you, and that was, do you think the freshman Ole Miss pitchers will develop in time to give Ole Miss a shot? for a postseason tournament. We have played the first SEC weekend, and we're already out of the postseason. I do. I do. Uh,
7: You know, you look at what transpired this weekend. It was the hitting that went to slump. But the pitchers, they were going in the fifth inning without giving up anything. Two of them had no hitters over the weekend, and and Revis. So, yes, I see some development already taking place. It's just happening at the wrong time. Then the bats go yep. cold, and the middle relievers, right, uh, gave up some runs. But, yes, I, I do think um, they're they're getting better and better, and people aren't noticing it because of the scores this past weekend. But growth has already taken place.
5: I think everything went wrong this past oh,
7: weekend. Gosh, yeah. Vanderbilt threw three left-handers at
5: you. Defensively, they were good. They hit anybody that you threw up there eventually once they got that second or third All look. All
1: right, so listen to these stats. Okay. Twenty seven to four runs. Yes. Thirty six to thirteen hits. Yes. Four errors to zero errors for Vandy over the Cor- weekend. Correct. Fourteen bases on balls uh for the rebels, four for Vandy. Mm-hmm. That's how you get your butt spanked. And right. that doesn't
7: even take into fact the number of hits that Vandy took away from old miss. I mean, they made some spectacular plays. They mess. did robbing home runs, doubles. That third baseman was absolutely dynamite. Uh, you know, Vandy's very, very good. All right, you know, pitching definitely good. Well, Chuck, they're, they're. I believe they had fourteen home runs coming into that weekend. Ole Miss had, I believe, thirty two, and they hit in the last five games i believe they hit like uh, 11 so um they're they're coming around their bats are coming around and when you've got that kind of pitching staff they're gonna go because they were
5: hitting 250 as a team team, coming in the the worst in the sec worst in the sec so those numbers are alarming they do stand out and if you you know uh, if you were listening on super talk stations earlier today coach b was talking with richard about those things right now you get tomorrow against arkansas pine bluff and then a little bit later on, I'll tell you who the first starter is. They really glad Florida. they get
7: a team like Arkansas Pine Bluff just to get some rhythm Something. again offensively. Some y- Yancey's
1: way more astute about baseball than I am, but I I don't see the development yet. I want to see more out of these freshmen. Uh, I mean, Sonye, He said he mentioned Sonia. Sonye gave up nine hits in four innings. Yeah. Oh, that's getting shelled it's pretty the, good. It's the second time through that's getting them. Yeah. Like it's the
5: second time through. So you've got to start pitching backwards or you got to start figuring it out, right? What I can use, what I can't use, or change it up some second time through. Or. Yeah. It's, 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 usually the, it's
7: usually the fifth inning. You know, he's going through the first four innings and he's get through it. Whereas uh, beginning Chuck, he wasn't even getting to the first That's or true. second That's inning. True. Then he got third, now it's fourth, is gradually, slowly getting up there. Um before <laughs> he
1: needs need to speed up his time clock. <laughs> All right,
7: but he, that, that will get up him, that will just him. that will get up by the end of the year, hopefully where he can go six, right? Yeah. Instead of having that, that one inning you know where he gives up six, seven runs, maybe he gives up two or three runs. And, and I will get, say this. Leaves you in the ballgame.
5: Saturday, I, we do a one-hour show before Kellum and, and Brad come on. And I gave the statistics. Vanderbilt had 11 guys that pitched for them last year. Last year, pitched. Mm-hmm. Three of their top four strikeout guys returned. You saw all of them this weekend. 64% of their innings, it was all back. Ole Miss has Hunter Elliott, not pitching. Jack Doherty. And Mason Nichols.
1: That's it, yeah, and that's
5: it. No so it's they've got to grow. Unfortunately, I think the the term that, that coach used uh, was getting beat up while we grow up, and I think we're gonna yeah. have you're gonna deal with that a little bit, and then just hope it does come around so they can make that. And it doesn't get any season. easier this weekend oh, with
7: Florida. No, no, it does not. But it's at home, and I think yeah. that's really, really. How important.
1: many players do you think Coach Beard will bring from former stops? Oh, no, there's no way of knowing what he's going to do as far as his. Roster structuring. There's, there's, no. I think the
5: first thing he had to do. Right, and he's out. I, we we assume doing stuff now was keep the the the, the comers. Yeah,
1: yeah,
5: Amari, Abram, Brakefield, and guys that have already announced that they're they may want to transfer. He's got to recruit what he wants to off exactly. what's here. He's got to go recruit the, the guys that were sign signed, and which then he's done. Now he's out doing the other stuff. Right. Yeah,
7: yeah. there's one name, Arterio Morris, who was the number one point guard in last year's class, a five star guard out of Dallas, really, really close with Beard. And I think what Abram finally decides, if he stays, that might cause a little log jam there at point guard. But I don't think He's not Abram, a point guard. Yeah, I, yeah that's what I'm going to say. I don't think Abram's a natural point guard. I think he's a, a shooting guard, and so that might not really have an effect. But that's the one name I keep hearing – over and over is Artario Morris, who was the number one point guard in the country last year out of high school.
5: All right, we went long on those, so let's get the injury report. By the way, that was brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw, ccmoxford.com, Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine with the injuries, Chuck.
1: Well, hopefully we're going to see Hunter Elliott back sometime in about a month yeah. and and uh, Maddox as well. Those will certainly be two big pieces to the, the pitching thing. They're both out um, with, you know, uh, Maddox is rehabbing from Tommy John, and Elliott's just resting from a strained ligament. Um, in football, we were been reporting on on three website that uh, quarterback Spencer Sanders has not thrown any, but we're hearing now coming out of the Manning Center that he probably will throw starting tomorrow. So we'll see that uh, wide receiver. Quay Davis is out with an injury, as is offensive lineman Jeremy James, possibly tight end Casey Kelly, possibly defensive end Jack Brown, possibly defensive end Cedric Johnson, Jaden Williams, offensive lineman and offensive lineman Michael Micah Pettis. We don't know yet uh, whether they're going to be out or not, but they had offseason surgeries and stuff like that. Tight end Hudson Wolf, uh, who's been sidelined for a long time with a back injury, It might be making a comeback bid this spring.
5: All right, we'll come back with Harry Harrison on the other side to talk more of that in just a moment.
2: Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville.
4: Listen to Nerdwallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Homeless fans, you can never be too careful, especially these days and with young kids at home. Don't take any chances and secure your home with UFE Smart Lock, an easy install, all in one security device for your front door and that peace of mind we're all looking for. I myself am a Eufy user, and I can tell you firsthand, go ahead and ditch those house keys forever, grab a Phillips head screwdriver because that's all you'll need, and give Eufy Smart Lock a try today. No monthly fee, and Eufy customer service is waiting on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. So what are you waiting for? Head to Vault Hemingway or the Pavilion or Swayze Field to cheer on your Ole Miss Rebels with the reassurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Smart Lock. Ufi Video Lock makes it easy to keep an eye on things back home. Its built-in camera can tell you who's at the front door from the comfort of your stadium seat. Search Eufy Video Lock, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com, eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Smart Lock and Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions podcast network.
0: Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell
3: Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors.
5: Hey, it's time for the game day outlook, brought to you by the Faris Group, our partners in retirement for nearly uh, two decades of expertise in helping in investing with re- retirees and distributing those. Savings. The Faris Group continues to provide the clients with unparalleled level of service and delivered results. Give them a call at one eight seven seven three two seven three seven three five, and we bring in our buddy Harry Harrison. It's been a minute. How you doing, my friend?
9: What's going on, guys? Feels like it's November. No. You're ready to play the egg bowl, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> does. <laughs>
1: Twenty five when I woke up this morning. That's real. Yeah. That's real. Yeah, yeah.
5: Freeze warning too. this morning will be at eighty by Thursday, so it's exactly. okay. <laughs> exactly,
9: exactly. <laughs> well, the good news is spring training starts tomorrow, so we'll have something else to talk about, right?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So let's let's talk about it a little bit, Harry. What are you, what are some of the things you're going to be looking for um, in your uh, observations of of this team?
9: You know, everybody's talking about quarterback battle, of course, Chug. But uh, being an old defensive back, I'm excited about the new coaching staff we got lining up over on, on the D side. And So I'm looking to see alignments and some guys that can play. I'm tired of seeing five guys in the box and getting run over every game.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
9: And, and no pressure on the quarterback. So I'm, I'm counting on Pete Golan to bring a, a new scheme and, and, and being a new sheriff in town to bring some pressure on quarterback. So that's, kind of, that's what I'm looking forward to. See we've got to plug in up front, see who our linebackers gonna be. And then I think we got some some uh, some guys in the secondary with a lot of a lot of snaps, a lot of gains. We got some veterans back there, we've got to mix and match some younger guys, but I think we got the talent to be able to do that. So I don't think Pete's gonna use five or six defensive backs like we have in the past. I think uh, four and five will probably be the max. Uh so uh, maybe we need more linebackers than we do DBs, but uh, that, time will tell about them. But that's what I'm excited about seeing. And of course, you know we got some new wide receivers that transferred in here, and I hear good things about the young man out of uh, uh, Louisiana Tech that came in. His name's Trey Harris. Uh, had not seen any of these guys. Hopefully, we'll see him this week sometime. But uh, anyway, he's supposed to be a really good player out of uh, came out of Lafayette, but Trey, uh, but uh, Louisiana Tech. So. Anxious to see what he brings to the table. Then we got some young guys at that position too, Chuck. Uh, you know, from last year, some freshmen that uh, I think got a lot of ability and uh, just couldn't break in just because uh, had been there long enough, didn't have the experience to do that. But we bring some veterans back out wide, so uh, it's all good. You know, I, I can't uh, Dayton and Wade, and of course. Uh, you know several of those guys that Dayton was a walk-on and how well he turned out to be, number 19, from a kick returner to a slot receiver. So uh, a lot of guys there. We just, you know, got the, number one, you got to find the signal caller and, and the guy who's going to pull the trigger. And then, uh, you know, Chuck, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, our new coach, Garrison, our offensive line coach, sees things through the same lens as our old ex-line coach. See if he shakes that offensive lineup. So I know we got some guys hurt up there. So maybe there'll going to be some missing people in practice. But it's going to be interesting to see if Garrison saw the same thing as our ex offensive line coach did.
1: Well, I think it's uh, you know it's never good that you've got injuries, but uh, there is a silver lining in that cloud that you you get to see more of Victor Kern, a transfer guy, uh, you, you know, and some of these younger guys like Cushman. I hear that Sanders the 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 uh, signee that's here at at midterm has really done well in the offseason, in the weight room, and he's got potential to play. And you got Cam East and Cedric Nicely. There's a lot of young guys that that, that need looking to, you know, in spring. And it probably wouldn't have gotten the looks of Jeremy James and Micah Pettis and Jaden Williams, and those guys were 100% healthy.
9: That's true. That's very true. Uh, Obviously, going into fall camp, you want to have that starting five in tandem and that's the thing about young guys playing that positions there's not many terrence medcalfs in the world <laughs> he he was the last great guy he and uh, laramie tonsil that, that started as true freshmen and really uh picked the, that offensive lineup you just don't find those guys very often they're able to pick it up as a young freshman so it'll be interesting to see how they mesh but some of the guys you mentioned were freshmen last year uh of course didn't play any any games but they got a lot of practice so they will have uh that's a hard position, as you know, Chuck, to get five guys. It's almost like a little ballet, and you got to have all five on the same page. But, uh, you know, we'll see as, as, as spring uh, wears on. I think that's a, a good – you've made a great point is that we've got uh, plenty of people to look at, lots of bodies to look at with a brand-new offensive line coat. So it'll be interesting to see how the, the spring unfolds.
1: You know, the one of the real intriguing positions to me, Harry, is tight end. you brought in Priest Corn, who I understand is really taking control out there in off-season workouts. Uh, Michael Triggs back. Casey Kelly's hurt, but uh, you know we know what he can do. And you got Kieran Heath, who was a freshman last year that showed some promise. And, yep. and I'm getting reports that uh, Hudson Wolf may be making a big comeback this spring. So, what a great looking position that could be.
9: Well, it could be all of a sudden it was a weakness, uh, middle of the season on last year. It could turn out to be a real positive. You're right. Uh, uh it'd be interesting to see if that young man is able to, is, is able to practice. I not even seen any practice now in about a year and a half. So Hudson Wolf came in with a lot of, uh, four star accolades, but has been, been, been hurt ever since. So I think he had a back surgery his senior year in high school, missed his entire season and just has never healed. So, Let's hope it. Let's hope it's healed not only for him but for the old Miss nation get to get. Hopefully, get to see the young man out on the field.
1: But I, I understand this pre-co- priest corn uh, transfer from Memphis has uh, really got the look of a prototypical tight end. Runs better than they anticipated. Six five, two hundred sixty pounds. Uh, very experienced. You know, already shaving twice a day. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I, I, I like those kind of guys. <laughs>
9: Well, I do too. I do too. You you mentioned uh, uh, number 13, Karen Heath, who came in last year as a true freshman chuck and really, I thought in fall camp, really outdid himself. Never did play a lot, just, you know, didn't quite pick up the scheme, but I think he's got a lot of potential also. And then you signed a kid uh, that's going to be in here, Javante Connor, who's a, I think he's already here, tight end, 6'4 and about 225, freshman should be going to the proms to the start of spring football at Ole Miss, but uh, that, that's a good thing to have some of those young guys that got in here to get another spring under the belt before the
1: season. We talked about that offensive line, and you and I, uh, Harry, even though you play defensive back, you understand the importance of those trench guys. On the defensive line, you got Jared Ivey and Cedric Johnson and J.J. Pegues, Xavier uh, and Harris coming back, but they can't do it by themselves. we, we got to develop some depth there.
9: No doubt about that, Chuck. I, I, I really wish we had uh, uh, Tywon Malone over here practicing this spring. I, you know, uh, he, he's got a big bat, but just not playing much baseball. I, I think if he's got a future at the next level, it's certainly going to be football, not baseball. But, you know, it would be nice to get him over there and get him in the mix. But, yeah, you, you got to find some backup guys. And when you start looking, I mean, we got the transfer in, Joshua Harris, defensive tackle, came in here from North Carolina State. He's a big-looking kid. I haven't seen any of them. Maybe you have, but uh, uh, he comes in with a bunch of accolades. So let's hope that he can be one of those guys because you're going to need eight guys up there that can play. Whether you line up with three and a stand-up linebacker, or whether you go with four down linemen, regardless, you got to have a lot of depth up there. Cedric Johnson is he? Uh, he's banged up. Any Chuck? Is he going? to be Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: not. I'm not sure what he's going to be able to do in spring. He's he's rehabbing off the of shoulder surgery, so right. probably not much.
9: Well, we know what he can do. I mean, we know he's the best guy we got up there. And uh, I think injuries certainly hampered his season a year ago. Uh, didn't, didn't get quite to the level we had hoped and thought he would be, but uh, injuries played a big part of that. But uh, got to get pressure on that quarterback. And so if we line up with three down linemen and a stand-up linebacker, they call the a jack linebacker. I don't know if that's what we'll call it here. That's what he, that's what Pete called him over at Alabama. So we'll see. Sign the Juco kid. Chuck to play that position named Jameer Lewis comes from down at South Mississippi, played at Macomb High School at one year, Southwest Mississippi Community College. And uh, he's supposed to be the real deal. So let's hope it turns out that way.
7: You know, uh, Harry, what I'm really looking at this year, and specifically this spring is the linebacker play last year. Well, it wasn't just atrocious. We still got Ole Miss. Still got run on a lot, and maybe it was because it's the five-man front. But they've got to pick that up, unless you're going to have those All-American guys up front. And I'm I'm really interested to see how Baptist and Montgomery do to take the place of Keys and Brown. Um, you know that is really the focal point to me. Obviously, the safeties that are coming in, the the three uh, corners that we spoke about, uh, you know, a little bit earlier. Uh, today, Harry, that, that's another big point, you know, with Miles Battle and, and Breedlove and, you know, those guys leaving this past year along with... Big Ig Igbosin, right. So those really, you know, those, those, the corner and the linebacker are the biggest spots to me. And I want to see the depth there at running back. I know You know, that uh, Judkins can't do it all himself. And then, obviously, the high school guy, Vicario, can't come in until um, next year, excuse me, in May. So, really, but that linebacker spot, that's really going to tell a lot where this defense is going to go next year. What do you think about that?
9: Well, I, I have to agree with that. Of course, you know, what you want those defensive linemen to do is keep those offensive line guys off the linebackers where they can clean things up and make those tackles. Obviously, the way we lined up this past year with those three down linemen, we didn't we didn't get that done very often. So our our two linebackers were fighting off big three hundred pound offensive linemen trying to make tackles. But uh, we kind of set the standard pretty high the year before with Chance Campbell and yeah. uh, the other weak backer who both wound up in the uh, in the league. So uh, it, we didn't quite come back with that kind of uh, talent. I don't think Yancey and, and certainly not leadership as we got with, with Chance Campbell, but. I think we've got some prospects now. Twenty-three who, who had some had his moments last year. Certainly, Kari uh, Coleman certainly yep. is a guy that we're going to count on. And then, you know, is, is it time for uh, for our guy from down in Louisville, Mississippi, uh, Shanti Sistrunk? Is is it time for him to step in and be the starter, or one of these portal guys? He mentioned a couple of the portal guys: Monty Montgomery uh, and Je- Jeremiah Jean Baptiste. You know, is uh, one of those guys going to step in? Or will it be this Jameer Lewis or one of the younger guys? I'll I tell you a guy that I liked last year, guys. He didn't get to play because he was a freshman. But in a in uniform, he's one of those guys you want to get off the bus pretty early. His name is Kyler Banks. Yes, sir. He's yeah, Blackstone, Virginia. He looks like an SEC <clears throat> linebacker in a uniform. So no doubt. I'm, I'm counting on him to step it up. And I think, yes, yeah, I, I feel pretty good about the secondary. Obviously, DeAndre Prince at one corner and then uh Jamari Walton I believe is his name Jamari Walton it starts with a Z he's transferred in from Georgia Tech I think he could be
7: a factor That's big time.
9: but we've got some backup guys that played a lot last year uh you know in that group is of Trey Washington and Markevious Brown and DeMarco Williams uh you know we we've, we've got some guys there uh Trey Washington is a safety, of course, but Markevious Brown played quite a bit, number 20, 28, and then DeMarco Williams didn't play that much, but we also got number 22. His name is uh,
1: Stinson. Gerald Stinson,
9: Terrell Stinson, came in mm-hmm. and uh, didn't get to play that much, but those guys were out there, special teams, got a lot of reps. And so one of those guys got to step up without a doubt. I think the Saunders guy we signed from Miami to Ohio, I think they're going to plug him in at safety to start with, but he, he came in as a corner. Big body at about 6'3". So we'll see. I think that's what the spring is for to flush those guys through and see who's going to be the starters or at least get an idea coming out. But, you know, uh, Yancey, I'm just excited about the new staff and and Pete Golden being the new sheriff in town. Me too.
5: All right, buddy. We appreciate you coming on and being with us tonight, giving us some good stuff. We'll be uh, back in touch. Thank you. I'll
9: Eric.
5: be over there. Check it
7: out in a day or two. We'll talk again. <laughs> All right. Thank you, buddy. Talk to you
5: soon. Time for a little SEC news. Brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers, the South's leader in estate jewelry and diamond solitaires. Van Atkins guarantees full satisfaction and value with your money. And as Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. In the uh, men's basketball championship, Sweet 16 is set. Alabama takes on San Diego State on Saturday. Tennessee gets Florida Atlantic and a chance to get to uh, the Elite Eight in that game on Friday in Arkansas Uh, with Coach Musselman taking off his shirt and standing up and (laughs) and showing all that stuff off, uh, gets UConn on Friday. So those are the men's teams that are still going on. Tennessee's winning by 30 in the women's tournament, so the, the top four teams will make it into the Sweet 16. South Carolina, Ole Miss, LSU, and Tennessee on the women's side. Have made it, and can I give a shout out to Lance Lynn? Is that okay? Yeah, Man, Team yes. USA.
7: What a performance! He
5: has started twice for Team USA and one and zero. The bullpen kind of blew the game against Venezuela. Then they got the grand slam to win it. They'll be in the championship game. They play either Japan or Mexico, who is currently playing, and uh, they're they're scoreless in about the third inning there. So I just thought it was great.
7: That event is just see blown that big, up.
5: Yeah, who's he that, with that? now? White Sox. He's with okay. Chicago. Um, Is this t- his
1: third team?
5: He's he's been with the Rangers. Cardinal? He's Cardinals. He's been with the Cardinals. He's been with the White Sox in Minnesota for yeah. a brief time. Right. Brief, very yeah.
7: briefly. Yeah. Is he he still did a not starter? like the cold, and, oh, but he's still yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. still a very effective starter. Big That's boy too. Big boy. <laughs> he's a big boy too. I believe. Made, I believe he made the all, all-star team last he's, year. He's, he's been
5: he's he's been there for sure, and so it's been fun to watch. And I know they've missed some spring training. And I know people are talking about injuries to the Mets closer, Now and Altuve yeah. taking one off the thumb. To see the guys from the different countries, especially like Wainwright, saying last night what an honor it is to wear USA to play with these guys and to represent the country and what they're doing, and to have someone we know in Lance Lynn on that team I think is pretty, pretty cool.
7: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's just growing, that event, how much it means to these foreign countries. You just see their fans going nuts. Uh, it's a really cool thing to watch. Kind of like NFL. the
1: World Cup in soccer or the yeah, Ryder just, Cup. Yeah. Getting, golf. I mean, it, yeah. it is
7: getting there. It yeah. really is the intensity and how intense these players are. is something else to watch.
1: Well, you got you got teams like – Cuba and Venezuela they want to prove you know sure, oh yeah Japan, Japan
7: that, I mean that, that you can get good as as America, seat over there in you know? J- Japan but like the
1: guy that started for Japan he was just drafted
5: in one of the teams in Japan he's got a complete game 19 strikeout perfect game right we'll we'll learn this guy tonight and then probably in major league baseball in the future There's guys you don't know of that are two playing of the guys pitching for too.
7: Japan last game in the semis they were throwing 102 and 103 miles right. an hour and then they got Joe Hayami mean, it. yeah it's it's tremendous Massive.
5: All right. All right, we'll come back and we'll finish this thing up here in just a few. I
6: got a woman way over town.
0: That's good to me. Oh, yeah. I don't know. She's all right. I don't know. She's all right. She's
7: all right. She's all right.
3: Look good and feel good this new year by stopping by Great Scott at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. Check out the great sale items they have going on now, plus new merchandise arriving daily. They've been voted top 50 men's clothing store by Esquire Magazine, and they also offer a full-service old-fashioned barbershop, and their hours are 930 to 6 Monday through Friday and 930 to 5 on Saturdays. Make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram as well. Serving you for over 55 years, that's Great Scott at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Brad Camp with Morgan White Group. Brad can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which could save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Brad can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest, solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Brad Camp at 662-259-5552. Hotty Toddy and Go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next.
5: Go to finish things up in today's Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline, Red and Blue chips recruiting Segment, The Grove Collective. You just heard a message across the state and in Memphis about that, trying to help Ole student-athletes, providing a level of protection and guidance in today's NIL Marketplace, what well, we got in that recruiting world
7: yeah these are all guys transfer portal guys and hoops that have reported that beard has been in contact with one of them is his former player that we spoke about earlier Artario morse 63 uh, freshman point guard he was the number one point guard in the class of 2022 Florida shooting guard and former top 100 uh, top 50 prospect carisse Reeves um he is a 66 rising sophomore that averaged 8.5 points and 2.6 rebounds. Butler combo combo guard Jaden Taylor as uh, a 6'3 um, guard. He's at Indianapolis. He started 44 of 54 games while he was there at Butler. He averaged 12.9 points and led uh, Butler in free throws with 97 and was named second team all-conference. Wolford Ford, B.J. Mack, a guy that I like because he has size 6'8", 245. He'll be a fifth-year senior next year. I love those older guys. points, 8.6 rebounds, and 1.2 assists, and 2.7 blocks a year. He's already 22 years old, and he shoots 42% from three-point line and 84% from the free-throw line. That's the guy that I really keep my eyes on, Chucky. I like those guys that can barely fit through the door that can shoot. Vanderbilt small forward, Miles Stute. Uh, Coach Beard has been in contact with. He's a 6'7", rising senior, another older guy. Chucky averaged eight points this past season. Uh, He led the SEC from three-point line, shooting 43.6%. I love that stat as well. Minnesota grad transfer Talon Cooper uh, has been in contact with Coach Beard. He's a 6'3", point guard, a lot of point guards. Um, He started all 31 games for the Gophers, averaged 9.8 points and led the Big Ten and assist at 6.8 assists per game. That's the second most in Minnesota school history. Um, a couple football tidbits. Uh, Fred Clark out of Winona, a 6'2", 245-pound middle linebacker, committed to Ole Miss over Mississippi State in the 2023 class, excuse me, 24 class, really big uh, commitment for Ole Miss. As we all know, the state of Mississippi is loaded in this year's class. Um, we, Ole Miss has uh, two guys coming in tomorrow. Uh, they're four stars, uh, both of them, a pair of four stars at a Pine Bluff, one of them that has been here several times and defensive tackle, Charleston Collins, another one, wide receiver, Courtney Crutchfield. Uh, Charleston Collins is a big-time want for Ole Miss. Uh We just spoke about his older brother earlier in Caden Princeton, but his younger brother, Precorn, excuse me, his younger brother is out of Michigan. He's a four-star tight end. Uh, Brady Precorn, who we just spoke about, is – narrowed it down to Alabama, Ohio State, Ole Miss, Georgia, and Tennessee. Chucky, he's already 6'5", 225, and he's rated the number four tight end in the country. So that could be a big hit for the Rebels, getting his older brother, Caden. Um, four-star Ole Miss quarterback commit Damon Williams will be spending the weekend in Oxford this weekend with four-star tight end Caleb Odom out of Carrollton, Georgia. Chucky... Uh, Caleb is six foot six and he caught 64 passes for 1,100 yards and 11 touchdowns this past year. That is pretty big time. Some baseball tidbits. Uh, three of the Ole Miss signees in this class were named first team All Americans by Perfect Games. Xander Muett, uh six foot six, 210 pound uh, prospect, uh, signed with Ole Miss in the fall. Then Oxford Cooper Pratt, who we've had it in here, he's a 6'4", 210-pound shortstop. And then lastly, Oxford Campbell Smithwick, catcher, foot, 195 195-pound catcher, and I've been watching him every game. He plays with my son, big-time catcher. He's got the strongest high school arm I've ever seen. Uh, so that's it.
5: All right. Now for the music and the good, bad, and ugly with our friends, Big Delta Power Sports, located at 155 Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville, Chuck finishes up.
1: Well, first of all, though, Louisville's leading Texas at half, 37-23 in the women's, and that's going to be Ole Miss's next opponent, either Louisville or Texas. Looks like right now Louisville. Okay. Uh, The good, since we were last on the air, Keith Carter and Chancellor Glenn Boyce have made what I think is a great hire in bringing in. Chris Beard on board to run the men's basketball program. I got to admit to being a bit skeptical about Chris until he was interviewed by the press and he answered every question head-on about the incident that got him dismissed at Texas. The guy's a winner, folks. Write it down. We'll be quickly relevant in men's basketball under Beard. Beard has hired Al Pinkins to come in with him. Pinkins was an assistant under Andy Kennedy here and was with Beard at Texas Tech when the Red Raiders went to the NCAA championship game. Great hire. Lady Rebel, shocker of the NCAA tournament, beating Stanford. The bad, ooh, baseball in Nashville. What more is there to say?
7: <laughs> I would say that was ugly. Yeah, yeah it was ugly. Bad and ugly.
1: All
5: right, uh, last text message came in while we were doing all that. Need another Raheem Lockhart, says JR of Centroby. Those dudes don't come along very often, but you're right. Uh, we could use one of those.
7: Chucky Gary, prediction, Ole Miss 3-1 and one this week. Takes the series from Florida, obviously beats the midweek game.
5: I think we could take that. We'll be back and do a program next week. Thanks for joining us tonight. So long. Hadi toddy.